what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Volume 2, Episode 1 of the Fantasy Formula, brought to you by TheMesh.TV. They said we couldn't do it, but guess what, boys? We back again! Who day, baby? Who day? Introducing your starting lineup for the third most popular sports podcast in Western North Carolina, hosted by two under-the-age-of-40-year-old men, our executive producer, the man behind the machine, Chris Magic Hands Fry. <laughs> Next up, our other extraordinary executive producer, the man, J Double J Johnson. Dynamite. And not to be forgotten, our co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the new baby daddy, Addison. Who day? What's up, what's up? And to my man to my left, the Jimmy Johnson of fantasy football, the five-time champion with the baddest name last year. Return to the chat eye, and he's back, people. Chad, the hitman, East. Let's keep that going. A little bit more applause here. A little bit more applause. Let's go. Give me a high. Give me a high. Thank you, Addison. Thank you so much. Addison, it's so great to be back hosting the uh, Fantasy Formula here again with you uh, this year, 2012. What, a what an honor for you. It really is. What an honor. <laughs> Absolutely. And before we get started, I, we, I've, got, I've got huge news, Addison. Ooh, what? Tell me. Not just huge news. Huge, extraordinary, wonderful news. Addison, the Fantasy Formula. We done got us a sponsor. Wow. I mean, that is huge, people. Huge, ladies and gentlemen. Enormous. We have come leaps and bounds. Chad, tell them about it. Leaps and bounds, Addison. Our sponsor this year, we, it's, such a, it's such an honor for the Greater Hickory Classic Golf Tournament. Uh, a huge, huge event for our area, bringing the, the stars of the uh, senior tour to our wonderful county. Jimmy Corral, baby. Jimmy Corral. Uh, it's October 8th through 14th, hosted at the Rock Barn Golf and Spa Facility. A wonderful facility. If you've never been there, go check it out. Great golf. Great spa and amenities. Addison, I know something very special happened to you at the Rock Barn. Yes, this, this, this monster is very close to heart. Uh, this is where I met my lovely wife and then a year later proposed to her on the 17th green. Um, it's, it's, this really hits home right here. I, I'm so happy they're on board with us this year. Addison, it's, it's okay. Chad, very, very Chad, touching. Simmer, simmer down. Simmer down. Good gracious, I'm just touched by that. But anyway, thank you, Greater Hickory Classic Golf Tournament. It's wonderful to have you on board this year. Addison, I'm going to throw a little bit of information about the Fantasy Formula, how they can get in touch with us. Website, check us out, www.themesh.tv. Hit us on the voicemail line, 828-619-0048. Leave a voicemail. We'll put you on the air if the question is valid, so long as there's no curse words or any anti-Addison Fox us. Uh, jargon. Yeah, we gotta we gotta limit that, people. Yeah. Also, email us info at themesh.tv or find us on Facebook or Twitter. And with that being said, Ad Rock, 
this is how we're going to start our fantasy formula this year. Last year, we jumped, we started it right when the season started. We gave you a bunch of stats. We hit you with who you wanted to keep on your team, who you should pick up on the waivers. Well, this year it's going to start a little bit early. We got a little, a little new different. format this year. Since we're starting a little early, season hasn't started. We got some preseason games, but some of y'all are going to be in your drafts already. Some people have not. So we're going to give you like a little, uh, a little taste of some mock drafts. That you can run into this year, and maybe some uh, some sneak peeks. You get sneak picks. You get in the latter rounds. Chad, I completely agree. Another new thing that we're going to be doing is what I like to call "What Vegas Teaches Us." As you guys all know, so all much. you fantasy so formula much. podcast lovers who listened to us last year, I like to implement Vegas lines and use it to help me with my fantasy stats and who I should draft. And so with that being said, what I've done this year, what I've done for the last 10 years, which made me a five-time fantasy formula champ, is I take the over-unders given to us by Vegas when the season starts and predict who we're going to kind of go over the over totals, which means they probably have very good offenses. And I want players on my fantasy team from very good offenses. Yes. Addison, Most definitely. with that being said, I want to hit you with a, a few of these teams. You, over, under, you tell me if they're going over and who we should look for on these teams to be fantasy football stars. Here we go. Ad-Rock, drum roll. The Green Bay Packers over, under 12. Over, under 12 wins, Ad. Over, one word, or I'm sorry, one name, Aaron Rodgers. Enough said. Next, New England Patriots. Over, over under, 12 wins. Over. All right, in this last draft, three Patriots went in the first round. I don't know of any other team that can bolster that, and I guarantee 80% of all drafts will have three Patriots drafted. Tom Brady, Gurkowski, Wes Welker. Bingo. Another one. This is kind of a sneaky one. Vegas has set their number at 10. It's the Houston Texans. Came out of nowhere last year. They have some really fantasy, some fantasy studs on that team, man. I'm going to have to say under. I'm a little suspect on their on their offense. I know they got Arian Foster, but you know what? Their defense is going to be keen him. They're going to put five in the box. we got Andre Johnson. I don't know. The AFC secondary, which they're going to be their league, their division, I think it's a little tough. They got, the AFC's got some of the best DBs. I'm not seeing nine, ten wins out of the Houston, uh, Houston Texans this year. Addison, I'm going against you here, buddy. I like the Houston Texans to challenge for the Super Bowl this year. Running attack of Arian Foster. Hopefully Andre Johnson gets healthy. I'm going over 10 wins from Vegas. I'm going to keep this thing going, Addison. Philadelphia Eagles with Mike Vick and the rest of their offense. 10 wins over under. Under. Wow, Shaky. that was quick. Just don't – I'm just not feeling the Philadelphia Eagles right now. I think there's a lot of drama. Michael Vick's already banged up in the preseason. He's got a little concussion going on. Andy Reid's got his own – he's got his personal issues. He's got you know, thoughts with his family. Just don't see it happening right now. Hear you. Drama down in New Orleans going on as well. No coaching staff. Vegas post. Ten wins. Over or under? Over. I'm, I'm, I still like the offense down in New Orleans. It's potent. They just find a way to win. One name, Drew Brees. Boom. Pittsburgh Steelers, over under, 10. Under. I, I don't think the Steelers will win five games. I mean, it's come from somebody that really just can't – I can't stand the Steelers. Uh, they're at AFC North. You know, I'm a Bengals fan. So, no, I, I mean, I don't think they'll win two games. But I'll yeah. interject a little here. I am okay. a Steelers fan, but I do see kind of rough seas ahead for the Steelers. Uh, Roethlisberger already dealing with a uh, torn labrum or partially torn labrum. Mike Wallace still not in camp. Still uh, fighting over this contract. No running back. Mendenhall out. They don't know when he's coming back. Isaac Redman, the replacement. Don't seven. know too much about Isaac Redman. I, I say seven, seven to nine, somewhere on there. I love you, Steelers, but I'm going with Ad Rock. I'm going under there. 
Addison, another AFC Central Division uh, challenger, the Baltimore Ravens, over under 10. Ray Rice can has the potential to piggyback that offense. Flacco has his moments where he, he shines like, an, uh, like a pro bowler. Uh, again, I'm a Bengals fan, but I actually say the, the Ravens, that defense is still kind of stout. It's getting some age on it, but it's still strong. Offense has some weapons. Torrey Smith, probably the premier deep threat in the NFL right now. I like, I like the Baltimore Ravens. Wow, premier offensive deep threat, Torrey Smith. Dude, well, you know he's a little banged up with a hammy. Four, look, four three forties, four three forties, and his leaping ability. He's a premier threat. You yeah. look at some. Of, you look at top ten. Deep down, uh, uh, downfield catches last year, Torrey Smith had two of them. That's 20% of the catches. Of, I mean, the best catches made. and He could do it any time. Okay. Got to be able to catch the ball, score a touchdown. So he might be able to run fast, but if he can't catch the ball, he ain't getting in the end zone. <laughs> Boom. San Francisco 49ers, everybody's NFC darling to maybe make it to the Super Bowl this year. Addison, 10 wins over under. Uh, we'll say under. Uh, this a little suspect on them right now. I'm going to say under. Yeah, okay. Uh, they've got a lot more weapons there in San Fran now with uh, Randy Moss. they got uh, fluke year. Mario I Manningham. I still think it's a fluke year. Uh, Alex Smith, he's good, but he can't prove himself. Defense is good, but you know, defense, they say do it doesn't want champions, but the NFL last year, you it was proven you have to score. One thing for certain, they will not surprise anybody this year like last no, year. No, not at all. All right, next up, Denver Broncos. The Peyton Manning-led Denver Broncos. Before Peyton signed with Denver, they were a six-game over-under. Now they're at nine-and-a-half. Is Peyton Manning worth three-and-a-half games? I don't know. He can make Eric Decker look like a star. But right now, I mean, their running game is still a little suspect. Peyton, you know, they never really had a running game behind Peyton ever, even in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. I just don't uh, – no, I, I see under nine wins. Nine-and-a-half wins. Nine and a half, yeah. yeah. Where's the half game come from? I don't know. Okay, just check. New York Giants, the Super Bowl champion, New York Giants, nine and a half, over under, Addison. I'm going to go over, man. I'm, I'm still liking Eli Manning. The, the running game, Amar Bradshaw is one of the hardest runners in the league. He still has Akeem Nix, uh, Victor Cruz. Um, the tight end the tight end regime up in, 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 in New York is one of the best. I'm seeing, I'm seeing uh, the Giants uh, uh, challenging for the, uh, the NFC uh, title this year. Detroit Lions, they're nine and a half as well. I don't know. The running game again is a little suspect. I mean, you got you know, Javad Best, you got Kevin Smith, the couch potato from two years ago. I don't know. Yeah, of course you got Calvin Johnson, uh, Tidy Shungs coming out of B, uh, out of uh, Boise State. He had he's decent. The boy's fast. I'll give him that. The boy's fast. Uh, I don't know. That's I, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna stay a stretch. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over on that one. Yeah, last year Detroit snuck up on a lot of people with their offensive weapons. I think defenses will be ready for them this year. I'm going under on that one, Addison, going against you there. San Diego Chargers, nine total, over under. Uh, I really think they have some quarterback issues. I, I don't think Philip. I think Philip Rivers, I don't think he has my throw to this year. I really think, and I think someone get in his head. He was, I think he was dealing with some injuries last year, but I think he got, you know, the NFL got in his head last year. I just don't know. I didn't see it. He was battling. He was he was angry on the sideline, throwing his helmet, talking himself. I don't see it. I don't see anything change. Ryan Matthews out. You got uh, Ronnie Brown backing him up. I, I, there's a lot of stuff going on in San Diego. I don't like it. I'm saying under. You know, I love the Chargers because I love Phillip Rivers, the NC State Wolfpack graduate. Oh. I think that number at nine is kind of right on the money. Um, they always seem to make that playoff push, though. Yeah, they always they do. They always do. So always, I mean, but – the Raiders with McFadden, you got – I mean, I don't know. This year's going to be tough for them to get nine. I really yeah, think. It'll be, be a tough division to win. Atlanta Falcons, over under nine. Uh, I, I'm going over. I think their offense, Julio Jones, Roddy White, 
Uh, and you got you got the veteran down there, Tony Gonzalez. He's he's old, but man, he catches balls. He is just a big man, a big man to guard. Um, I will say over. I like Matt Ryan. I like to run a game down the air, down there. Of course, you know, with my first round pick, you know, I, I, I like to run a game down in uh, down Atlanta right now. We'll talk about that first round pick here in a, uh, a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, my darling, this year. I, th- I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. Over nine wins, I think that's all day long. I'm going to take them with 11 wins and to win their division and to challenge to make it to the Super Bowl. The Dirty Birdie. I back. love them this year. Their offense is uh, clicking on all cylinders. Chicago Bears, eight and a half. Under no. Bears, I, I don't see it. They have, a, they have a defense, but I don't see any uh, potential stars. I mean, if they're, if they're a handful of decent players on the offense. But right now, I don't so – nothing is popping out of me right now. Yeah, Forte, of, I, Forte cannot carry the load like he did last year. He will not make it two more years in the league. So. A lot of hype Chicago. I'm not buying into it either. I'm under. Dallas Cowboys, eight and a half. No, under. Yep, a lot of turmoil there. Romo, they're off. I don't know if you saw the preseason game God, last night, Addison. Three to nothing. They're all, come on, it's horrendous. Their offensive line cannot stop anybody from. Dude, getting. Romo, was, did you see the interview? Did you see the interview real quick? Uh, Dude, briefly. he he was all he could do. He was trying not to fight the same offensive line. That sucks. Yeah, that's all he was trying to fight. It say, yeah, we're looking at stuff. Look at that. He wanted to say, my offensive line is going to get my ass killed. That's what he's trying to say. Very true. Trouble on the wide receiver front. Miles Austin hadn't been to a preseason game. He's banged up. Des Bryant a little banged up. You get got the strip club. Felix Jones, who's a backup running back, banged up. Anyway, I think some trouble down in a Big D. New York Jets. Last two years, everybody been hype, hype, hype. Now Tebow enters the mix. Eight and a half over under. Uh, I'm gonna go under because uh, if you saw how my my Bengals manhandled them last uh, last earlier this week, uh, I'm going under. I do not like. I think the Jets are overrated. I don't think uh, Sean Green, Joe McKnight, the running game's not there. Sanchez is overrated. The the receivers halfway decent, but still, I mean, nothing's there. Dude, the receivers are terrible. They've got a defensive back and Cromartie who plays defensive back. It's going to be one of their starting wide receivers. Addison, this team is in shambles. Under, under. under the total. I don't care if it's Sanchez or Tebow. It's going under. Kansas City Chiefs, eight. You know what? This could be a sleeper game. I think, you know, they, they had a great year last year. You know, Jamal Charles got banged up. They still came through. Uh, they made the playoffs last year. Uh, no, they, gonna, they didn't make no. the playoffs. However, they were close. They made a little run at the end. They didn't make the playoffs. I love them too, Addison, this year. They're another sleeper for the AFC. I think they challenge for that division. I do. Uh, think about the people that are coming back. you got Jamal Charles coming back. He's Tony Moeaki, the tight end, coming back. Eric Berry on defense coming back. And wait, the big key, I mean, we got to represent Hicker Boy. Yep, Ryan Sucker, Ryan the Sucker. kicker. Kansas City Chiefs love them this year. If you guys got a little extra spending money you want to travel on down to Las Vegas, Nevada, I'd say buy this over the total eight for the Kansas City Chiefs. Ad-Rock, your team, the Cincinnati Bengals at seven and a half. Oh, they're going over. <laughs> what is that? What, it was supposed to be like a what, a scream, and it didn't come out that's right. That's right. Let's it get ready to rumble. That's right. My, that's what you need to bring in with the same statement right there. No, let's go back to the buffer one. Let's get ready to rumble. That's right. The Bengals are looking strong. Look, the, the red rifle is going to be slinging down the field to A.J. Green. You have you have a decent receiving core. Decent. I'm not going to say great. Decent. Run the game. They're brought the law firm. Bernard Scott, as Chad mentioned in our draft, they give him chances to get the starting job. He doesn't, he doesn't produce. Are, are you are you really you going over top of me with the sound effects? Come on. Sorry. Technical difficulties. But, you know, <laughs> but I'm, liking, uh, I'm liking the sense that I think they're going to contend for the AFC North. Since, uh, Cleveland's too young. Pittsburgh's. Is in no man's land, so it's going to be between Baltimore and I think uh, Cincy with the younger talent can uh, challenge Baltimore for the AFC North. Dude, 
three minutes on Cincinnati. We're supposed to get through these things in 20 seconds. You just spent three minutes on the Cincinnati Bengals. You Short the, but sweet. You harped on, on Philip Rivers for like a minute and a half. This is what's going to happen. Cincinnati Bengals, Andy Dalton going to take a huge step back. I love A.J. Green, the wide receiver of the Cincinnati. However, I think Andy Dalton uh, takes a big step back. Also, historically, when Cincinnati makes the playoffs – the next year, they go straight in the tank. Guess what they did last year, Addison? They made the playoffs. Guess what they well, going to we do this year? Straight in the tank. We All right, thank God. Let's move on. Your other favorite. Hey, here comes the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> seven and a half wins over under. Seven and a half wins. I actually, you know what? I cannot believe because I'm not. Just because they drop a team down Charlotte doesn't mean you have to pull for them. I don't understand what people's philosophy is about that. But so I will why say you got this. that jersey on then? <laughs> See, you know, that's the Angela Williams jersey. Why, why are you sporting <laughs> that thing then? Oh, because I think your sister gave it to me. I, I, oh, <laughs> see, you want to go there, didn't you? Don't you? <laughs> anyway, right, any, anyway, I think you'll go over. Uh, I think they're going to go over seven wins. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to pull for the North Carolina team. They're going to go over seven wins. I think they got some good things happening down, uh, down in um, was it Mint Hill right now? Where they practice? Yeah, somewhere down there. Uh, everybody's on Carolina Wofford, Panthers Wofford, a lot. That's where it was. Seven and a half wins. I think it'll be right at about seven. So I'm going to go under, but I do see a big improvement for the Carolina Panthers this year offensively. Not going to be able to slow them down too much. The key is to their defense. Let's see if the defense can slow other people down. Miami Dolphins seven and a half. All the trouble down in Miami. Holy cow! And they don't win four games. I don't see they win four games. I think they'll struggle to win three to yeah, four, yeah. too. Chad Johnson, I just read. You've heard about this trouble he's in with the law now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tr- yeah uh, he did an MMA tryout with his wife, the head buttoner. Exactly. Just uh, got booted off the team. Yeah, and on top, and on top of that, they canceled the show. Canceled the oh, show. Oh, I mean, I'm going to I'll have to go to my TV night and make sure I don't you know, record that. <laughs> Poor Chad. Yeah. All right. Or Ocho Cinco, whatever his name is. All right. Tennessee- change, change it back. Yeah, I know. Okay. Tennessee Titans, seven. I don't know. It depends on which Chris Johnson shows up. You know, if the if the if the two two year ago Chris Johnson shows up, yeah, I think they can. I think he can actually. His legs strong enough to carry them to probably eight to nine wins. But uh, Hasselback, then you got Locker. I don't. I, I'm liking Locker. I think you know he's got some talent. But uh, I won't say I won't say over. I'm gonna say over on that one. Yeah, I'm digging you with this one because Tennessee Titans in a very weak division. The Colts. You know, have not been strong after yep. the last couple of years. Jacksonville Jaguars, very, very weak team. And then the only other team in there, I think, is the Houston Texans. I think the Tennessee Titans get four wins in the division for sure. Yep. Win a couple more. I like them to win eight games. Let's go over on that one too, Ed. Buffalo Bills, seven. Doo-doo. Their defense is supposed to be a lot better. Fitzpatrick, they're getting ready to start running this spread offense. I like the Buffalo Bills to sneak into the playoffs this year, Addison. Mark that one down. Again, if you got any extra money, call up your man down the street. So, wait, wait. So, you're going to take the Harvard quarterback. Yes. C.J. Spiller. Fred Jackson. Yes. And they say they get get Demario Williams on defense. They got another line, but their defense should be a lot better. Keep the offense or the defense keeps the offense. They'll be able to run the uh, run the ball a little bit more instead of just throwing the ball. I like that. Could be a more balanced attack. Let's say that. All right, I'm gonna hit you with a couple more that uh, we consider do do. Seattle Seahawks seven fast boom. What do you think? Yep, no under. Oakland Raiders seven. Uh, Ow. I'll give that a push. I'm going to say a push on that one. Yeah. The weak division. Yep. I'm with that. Arizona Cardinals, seven. I'm thinking they're going to go over seven, man. They got some good uh, – look, Benny Wells stays healthy. The boy can run. He's a workhorse. He's a beast. He can run. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, granted, you know, Helter Skelter. Is he still out there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's their uh, best man, player. He can, yeah, I will say, I'll say over. I'll go over on Arizona. Um, This is my lock of the season, ladies and gentlemen. You guys are used to these locks of the season. Typically, I save them for during the season, but we're going to go ahead and give you one. 
gather up all your pennies in the couch, go digging through the couch, get your quarters, your nickels, who your dimes, who, go in your wife's purse, pull that $5 bill out. The Arizona Cardinals, seven wins is going under the total. They are not going to win two games all year. A it's lot. a disaster. It's a disaster in Arizona. Go ahead. Take it to Vegas. Put that wager down, whatever you got, under the total seven. Guaranteed. Washington Redskins, six and a half ad. No. That's RG3. No. Kind of with you. He needs one. He's going to be nice eventually. Right. He needs one more year to, no. to grow. So, yep, yeah, not going to happen. Under. St. Louis Rams, six. I, they win three games. With you there. No way. Tampa Bay Bucks, six. Yeah, what? There could be some magic happening down there, depending on how Josh Freeman does. Uh, six? That could be a push. Uh, under? Uh, no, under. Yeah, I'm pushing that one. Minnesota Vikings, six. Under. Me too. Cleveland Browns, five and a half. The Cleveland Turds. I think, uh, no, they're going, they'll be under. Watch this one. This is sneaky. The reason it's sneaky are they got rookie running back, they got rookie quarterback, right? They're going to stink offensively. However, their defense, <laughs> brother, I think their defense can keep them in some games. Five and a half, that's kind of high, but I'll pick them about defense, five. Defense don't win that many games. I know. I'll, pick, I'll, I'll take them for about five. Indianapolis Colts, five and a half. Andrew Luck, you saw him the preseason game. First play from scrimmage throws a 65-yard touchdown. The dude, Kenny, lived up to the hype, ad. Indianapolis uh, Colts, five and a half. Under. Yeah, I'm going under, too. Maybe next year he'll get over five and a half, but this year's going under. It's a long Last but season. not least, the lowly, lowly Jacksonville Jaguars. Two. What's the, what's the number? Five and a half. Oh, no. Hell no. Under for sure. Yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, what this exercise has taught us, not only is Addison very, very bad at picking the, these uh, over-unders, it has taught us that you want to pick some teams from these particular organizations. First and foremost, you want a little Green Bay Packer action, a little Patriot action, a tad of Texan action. I like the Eagles this year. Addison's down a little bit on them. You want some Saints. You want a little bit of some Giants because you like the over there. We love the Falcons. We like the Falcons big. Dirty Bird. Back. Get all Dirty of Bird the back. offensive weapons you can for the Falcons. Cowboys a mess. Don't take any Cowboys. We like the Chiefs a little bit more of their running game. Not more. Not necessarily a passing true, game. True. More of their running game. Dwayne Bowes, or I think Dwayne Bowes, uh, he's on his he's on downside. Downside. Yeah, the running backs are there, the, the, the uh, Jamal Charles and Peyton Hillis. Look for them. All right, the Panthers, we said right about the number, but if you can grab a little Cam Dog or maybe some Steve Smith, that will be good. The rest of the teams that we talked about, oh, there's not really anything good happening there, Addison. No. So what Vegas has taught us today, ladies and gentlemen, take the teams with those wonderful offenses if you didn't know already. All right, with that being said, Addison, we're going to take us a quick break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Hang tight. The Greater Hickory Classic at Rock Barn is already building an exciting field for its 10th anniversary. Great names in golf such as Nick Price, Bernhard Longer, Fred Funk, Mark Kalkovecchia, Kenny Perry, and Jay Haas have already committed for the 2012 tournament. Also among the early commitments are past champions Craig Stadler, Gary Hallberg, and 2011 champion Mark Wiebe. Find out how you can join us October 8th through the 14th for the 2012 Greater Hickory Classic by visiting our website at www.greaterhickoryclassic.com. 
All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. The Fantasy Formula back again. This weekend, Addison and I and a group of uh, some fellow Hickory, North Carolinians, we had our fantasy football draft. We always tend to have it a little bit early because we like, we call it the expert draft where we can go ahead and, and test our knowledge and, and fantasy football acumen early in the season. It should have been documented. There was so much knowledge there. It just should have been documented. Absolutely. Tons of knowledge. Addison, give us a little bit about our league, and then we'll jump into what happened during our draft. All right. We... The draft that we're going to refer to is a is a I think it's a half point PPR league. You know there are some variances. Everybody has some people have no point PPR. Then you got the full point PPR. You know what? As I commented to Chad during the draft, you know this year I think this is the first year, and with a kind of a new age of NFL coming around, there's so many values in a PPR league, uh, half point or full point. There will be that will appear to you in the later rounds, and that's what we want to highlight. Just go through what we saw this this in this year's draft because we have some seasoned veterans, yes, yeah, seasoned drafters in our league that can get, that can get that. We have a very well matched league this year, I think. Yeah, it was. I was pretty impressed by our draft. There were a couple of decisions that really uh, made me fall off of my stool, and if you, most if you, of them if, were your selections. But anyway, <laughs> with that being said, Ad Rock, let's just dive right on into this thing. This this league is called, called Jay Get Off the Mic. We got twelve teams. I'm gonna breeze through them round by round, and then we're gonna pick the teams that we really think will be strong for the playoffs. Hopefully, what this will do, uh, listeners and podcast followers, is to help you make decisions for your draft related to ADP, that's average draft position, and exactly when, when, and where you want to grab some of these players to make up your fantasy team. So, with that, Addison, here we go. First pick, overall number one selection, Arian Foster, Houston, Texas. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Three, LaShawn McCoy. Four, Ray Ray Rice. Five, Tom Brady. Chris Johnson went in the sixth spot. Seven, Drew Brees, quarterback, New Orleans. Eight, Matt Forte. Nine, Calvin Johnson. D. McFadden from the Oakland Raiders at 10, followed by Michael Turner at 11, and MJD. Addison, give me, give me a little uh, a review of what was good and bad in round one. Of course, Aaron Foster, solid pick round one. You can't go wrong there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, great. Tom Brady, the Tom Brady's solid pick. He's getting some major jump. He's got massive weapons. There's no, you can't go wrong. He could have gone two. He could have gone two or three. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is MJD right now. I know he's he was the league's leading rusher. You think well, I'm crazy? Look, had him last year. Great. One, he's not even in camp. Two, he's got nothing else. That little man, he only cares so much. I think I'm not mistaken. He had five, six touchdowns last year. Did nothing. Five, six, seven points a game. He had a couple twenty point games, but I mean, he really for no more pick. Stretch. I think you could go. You could get him in the second round if you have a ladder ladder pick. You're still going to pick him up. But I think there's some better values than that in this draft. Yeah, just a couple of things I'll mention. Average draft position, ADP in most drafts. Matt Forte is going anywhere from like 15 to 17. He went eight in this draft. Michael Turner, Addison Fox's man, who he selected first round and got a bunch of tomatoes thrown at him. He drafted him 11. His average or his ADP is normally 24 to 25. And MJD ADP has been 8 or 9. He fell to 12. So a little bit of value there for the 12th pick. Now starting round 2, Addison, the 12th pick in our draft is called a snake draft. They get the first pick of round 2. Correct. I'm going to breeze through this. Cam Newton, first pick of the second round, followed by Larry Fitzgerald. A.J. Green, DeMarco Murray, Matt Stafford, Roddy White, Rob Gronkowski, the first tight end on the board. First tight end. I've never seen a tight end go in the I, second I was round. Say, I was about to say the same thing. Brand new. Jamal Charles, 
Marshawn Lynch, Trent Richardson, Wes Welker, and Ahmad Bradshaw wraps up the second round. Adrock, go ahead. A couple things in that round. All right, DeMarco Murray, I mean, it's right now it's a disaster. I think it's a disaster in Dallas. I don't see him carrying the load down there. I mean, he's going to be carrying the load, but look, everybody's kind of banged up. I don't, don't see a lot coming out of there uh, out of DeMarco Murray this year. Trent Richardson, rookie, has not proved himself. Not a lot going on with Cleveland, but you know what? It could happen, but he is a rookie in the NFL. And it's going. He's going to get his clock clean. He's going to find out. He's going to be. He's going to be juking a little more about second or third game. Yeah. Uh, the the tight end pick second round. You can't go wrong. You could have picked and and some. You could actually justify with the year he had last year. You could have picked him first round. The numbers that he put up are worthy of any first rounder that we saw all year. Cool, Addison. I'm with you there. It's a safe pick, but my gut would tell me if I want a tight end and I'm going second round, I'm going Jimmy Graham. The reason being, we're half point PPR. Jimmy Graham caught about 90 balls last year. Gronkowski, granted, he caught a 15 touchdowns, but he only caught half the balls that Jimmy Graham did. I thought it was more than that. No, he caught like 50 balls. No, I thought I thought it was more like 20 touchdowns this year. I thought it was. Uh, It was. It was. It might have been 18 to 20. I mean, crazy touchdowns, but. PPR, remember, a lot depends on how your league is set up. Correct. We're half-point PPR. I might have grabbed Jimmy Graham in there. But, anyway, good analysis there for the second round. All right, third round, here we go. Adrian Peterson, the Wiley veteran who's coming off an ACL, was the first pick in round three. AP off the board, followed by Ryan Matthews. We all know about his broken clavicle. Hope to be back in four to six weeks. He fell in round three. He was been, he'd been going in round one. Again, Julio Jones, Jimmy Graham, Andre Johnson, Greg Jennings, Steven Jackson, Darren Sproles, Jordy Nelson, Victor Cruz, Fred Jackson, and Frank Gore. Ad-Rock, third round. Ryan Matthews, that was that was a waste of pick. I mean, he's he, you're going to lose. Right now, he's saying he's going to be back week two. But that's if he's back. I mean, that, I, I'm saying they're going to need him for the, for the latter part. They'll hold him out probably until week four. You're losing a lot of points right there. That was a wasted pick. Somebody's going to stash him up, but like I said, there are going to be some other values in this round. I really didn't like that pick. Um, the Andre Johnson, I like Andre Johnson third round. That is a great value, that pick for receiver, especially in happy half PPR league. Greg Jennings, I was kind of shy. He's a little dinged up. Uh, kind of, I, I like that pick, though. I mean, that's a good value. He's, these players should be in most of these rounds. Julio Jones, great selection. Great selection third round. I think that boy's going to produce and produce large this year. I'm with you, buddy. A couple things I wanted to point out. Greg Jennings and Jordy Nelson, both from the Green Bay Packers. Again, we just talked about in our last segment, get the players from the teams that will score points. Jennings in the third round. Jordy Nelson in the third round as well. I actually probably would have picked Jordy in front of Jennings. But anyway, both third rounders. Um, AP, first pick of round three. A little risky, but tons of upside. If yeah, AP comes upside. back at 90% of what he was, you got a first but round. But he'll be there week one. Yeah, he's going to be playing. He's going to have first-round value in the third round. The other thing, Julio Jones is going to be a monster this year. Love him. Just love him. I like him as the second wide receiver at the end of the year. He's going to be great. All right, round four. Here we go. Ready? Ready. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Mike Wallace, Steve Smith, Reggie Bush, Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, Marcus Colston, Willis McGahee, Doug Martin, rookie, Tampa Bay, sixth spot, fourth round. Brandon Marshall, Hakeem Nix, Philip Rivers, Des Bryant, and Mike Vick. Addison, some interesting spots. Round four. This is when you really got to make some good selections. Who'd you like here? Uh, well, first of all, we'll start who I didn't like. I think Doug Martin, good pick. Could have got him in later rounds. There's some other values you have picked up, and we'll highlight those in later rounds. Um, the law firm. I think he also – law firm, I actually kind of like him right now. Cincinnati. 
They're not going to rely on A. Dalton. They're going to rely on him a lot, but the law firm will carry them. Bernard Scott's going to come in, probably on third down situations, most likely. Um, let's see. Let's go back through some of the others. Uh, Hakeem Nix. Uh, Hakeem Nix was good. Uh, I liked I liked the Hakeem Nix. That's great value in room four. I think he should have been a one. He's still number one in New York. Victor Cruz is going to be double and triple team. They're not going to let him showboat anymore and do that stupid dance that he does. Dude, check this out. If I were to say Brandon Marshall, Hakeem Nix, or Victor Cruz, rank them. Hakeem Nix, Brandon Marshall, Victor Cruz. Okay. Very nice. Let's go in this round two. Michael Vick was selected as the last pick of round four. In a lot of the other drafts I've seen, Addison Vick's going higher than that. What do you expect from Michael Vick? He's year? a little older. I think he's, he's, he's lost. I think he's more than a step. I think he's lost two or three steps. He's still got a solid arm, but I just don't see – you know, he'll have a couple big games, but I, I don't see the numbers like he's been putting up for the last couple of years. I think he could have gone as far as the fifth round. One other uh, tidbit of info I wanted to give you. Reggie Bush went in the fourth round to me. That's a tad too early for Reggie Bush. Were you, were that, that, were you, were you mixing a drink? What were you doing? That wasn't me, brother. I think that might have – that was Jeremy. Jeremy selected Reggie Bush a little early. The other interesting thing, Willis McGahee, he's 31 years old. He's he, older than that. He's, he's moving man. up on draft boards. He was uh, ADP seventh to eighth round just two weeks ago, and he's moved up a solid 30 picks up to – 39 now. Wow. Uh, so, anyway, keep your eyes on Willis McGay. He's moving up your draft boards. All right, round five, Addison. I'm breezing through here. Percy Harvin, Jermichael Finley, Jason Witten, run of tight ends right there. Matt Ryan, Antonio Gates, another tight end off your board. Sean Green, Miles Austin, Vincent Jackson, Beanie Wells, Jeremy Macklin, Eli Manning, another quarterback, and Stevie Johnson off your draft boards, Addison. You saw in round five a run of some tight ends go, as well as some quarterbacks. Talk to me a little bit about that. You know what? The one pick I like him, I had been last year, but you know what? He was a solid runner. He was got hurt, but yet when he was in, he had monster games. There's nothing much going on in in, in uh, Arizona, but Beanie Wells is going to put up some numbers. I'm sorry. He's going to put up some numbers. He's the only thing they got down there, uh, besides Larry Fitzgerald, obviously, but Antonio Gates, I think this is his uh his 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 this is his year. He's healthy. He's dropped 15 pounds in offseason. He says he's actually got a grain to step. His toes healthy. I'm liking Antonio Gates. That's a good value in that late in that mid 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 round selection. I'm loving him too, Addison, because you know what? I drafted him. So I had Gates in the fifth round. I'm gonna hit you three tight ends because we saw a run of tight ends go Shoot. early fifth it. round. It went Finley. Witten and then Gates. Rank those for me, those top three. Gates. Uh, who's the other one? Finley and Witten. Oh, uh, Gates, Witten, and Finley. I don't know who picked Michael Finley in the – I know he's up in the Green Bay, but – I, I thought that was way early. For way, 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 way early. early. I'm going to give you another one, too. I really – the Percy Harvin was the number one selection. Like that pick. Pop. Like that pick. Love Percy Harvin a lot. Jeremy Macklin also went in that round. Great value. Macklin or Harvin, who would you take between Macklin, those two? Macklin right now. I like that, and also actually, I like Harvin a slightly better than Macklin, but it's very close. I like to have one of those guys on my team this right, year. Right. The other thing, Sean Green got drafted in the fifth round. Tell me a little bit about Sean Green this year. I think Sean Green's there to about third game that you're going to see Joe McKnight. They've been running Joe McKnight in every situation. I think he's a young. He's trying to prove himself still after his third year in the league. Um, he's the future. He's the future back right there. Sean Green. I know he's only his fifth or sixth year in the league. I personally, I think the guy's overrated. I've had him a couple of years. He's not produced. They brought in LT last year to take up for him. They bit Sean Green. Sean Green came back in. 
it's, it's, you don't know what you're getting with Sean Green. Yeah. You guys listen to this name. His name is McKnight. Joe McKnight from the Jets. Possibly by week three, week four, Sean Green ain't getting it done. Look for Joe McKnight. Could be a late-round sleeper from the New York Jets. All right, Addison, here we go. Round six. We had a Roy Hallou sighting. Vernon Davis. Tony Romo off the board. Then we went Aaron Hernandez. Tony Gonzalez. Brandon Lloyd. Deshaun Jackson. Antonio Brown, Demarius Thomas, Robert Meacham, way early there, I think, way early round six, Dwayne Bowe, and Denarius Moore. So now what you're seeing is you're still seeing some of the wide receivers with a little bit lower ceiling coming off the board. We got some quarterbacks in the mix, too, and we saw a couple more tight ends. What you think? All right, right now, the Antonio Brown pick in that round was a wasted pick. You still got – I mean, at Pittsburgh, you still got um, – I mean, Mike Wallace is still going to be coming back. You got Emmanuel Sanders, who right now is he's getting more balls than Tony. But Tony Brandish, who got two rounds, two three rounds later. Um, Tony Gonzalez, look, he's a beast. He's proven a Hall of Famer. He, you could have got him two more rounds earlier. Uh, what, was, what was the one on the picks in that round? Vernon uh, Davis. Vernon Davis. Davis, I think, is good back. I think he's one of the top five tight ends in the league right now. Uh, depending upon what Gates, I think he could he could produce. He could be behind Gronkowski and Graham. I mean, he was a man child last year. Alex Smith is not one of those deep quarterbacks. They don't have a lot of deep threats. Vernon Davis slimmed down as well this year. Uh, I'm seeing some big numbers out of him. Oh, who picked him, by the way? That would be me. Yeah. Great pick. Okay. Yep. All right, here's a couple uh, little bits of information regarding round six. Robert Meacham, San Diego wide receiver in the sixth, to me, way too early. Right now, they don't even know if he's going to be a starting wide receiver. He's not picking up the offense. Instead of Meacham in the sixth, you got Malcolm Floyd or this dude named Vincent Brown. Vincent Brown, you can get and maybe round 13 or 14, in, in and he defense, might be the number but one. In the defense of Robert Meacham, right now, as of still as a day, ESPN still has him listed on their depth chart as the number one receiver. So, when you go by your cheat sheets, I mean, that's well, what you got to go see, by. See, that's the difference between the common man and a football fam, a fantasy champion. I don't go by what ESPN says. I go what, by what I say, Addison. That's why I'm a five – I've got five rings. Look at these rings. I'm wearing five <laughs> rings right now. I don't go by uh, what ESPN says. I go by we what edit, I say. Can we edit any of this, really, please? <laughs> I mean, there's the guy – really? All right. So, let's move on. Now, we've moved into – Round seven. This is how round seven went, Addison. It went Eric Decker, Isaac Redman, Daniel Thomas, another back-to-back terrible picks for team three. That's Will Rolland. Will Rolland select Daniel Thomas round seven. Will Rolland, you mean? Will Rolland. Rolland. Will Rolland, is that what it is? <laughs> Steven Ridley, Kevin Smith, Peyton Manning lasted to the seventh round. Malcolm Floyd, Peyton Hillis. Matt Shabby off the board, Houston Texan. Reggie Wayne, Indianapolis Colts wide receiver, followed by your man, Torrey Smith, and Pierre Wee Wee Garcon off your board. Just give me a couple of the ones you I'm like a Pierre Garcon. The, the man just catches balls. PPR league, plain and simple, the man catches balls. I like that pick in that latter round. Great value. Uh, Torrey Smith, I think it's a great value. I mean, Flacco's throwing somebody. Anquan Bolden, over the hill. I mean, he's done. I think he's washed up. Torrey Smith's going to be his number, definitely his number one. I like that pick in that later round. And that's, I mean, out of that, there was nothing really. The other interesting thing, Schaub lasted till round seven. Peyton Shaw. Manning lasted till round seven. Yeah, but I mean, he, who's he throwing to? Eric Decker and who? And who Demarius Moore? 
Marius Thomas. Marius Thomas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of value with Peyton in the seventh. Matt Schaub, unless he comes and goes as Andre Johnson goes. If Andre Johnson can get in the mix and get healthy, Schaub could have a great year, and that, that value in round seven would be huge. But it all hinges on Andre Johnson. Another interesting thing just wanted to point out here, Kevin Smith, running back, Detroit Lion, has been just out of the league they're sitting saying, on the literally sitting on the couch. Sitting on the couch. Yes, he that's what, I was sitting on the couch doing nothing with my life. That's what he said. That's what he said later. I was sitting on the couch <laughs> and phone rang. Well, they gave him a shot last year. He played great the last part of the season. He's the starting number one running back for Detroit for now. For now, maybe until week four. Let's see what happens. And um, the other one, Isaac Redmond, Pittsburgh Steelers, always known as a run first team. Obviously, their philosophies are changing. Their number one running back lasted till the seventh round. Interesting. Isaac Redman. All right, that wraps up round seven. Quickly, uh, Addison, round eight, Fred Davis, Jonathan Stewart, D'Angelo Williams, James Starks, Mike Williams, Tampa Bay wide receiver, Michael Bush, followed by C.J. Spiller, that Buffalo running back. Also saw Donald Brown come off the board in the eighth round. David Wilson came off the board. Also, Michael Crabtree, Ben Tate, and Ryan Williams, running back, Arizona. All right, I like right now, Ryan Williams, you could have picked up in later round. I Absolutely. mean, if Benny Wells stays healthy, but uh, I like the D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart picks back to back. You know, I am wearing my D'Angelo Williams jersey right now. With uh, And if you could autograph, put it right below your sister's <laughs> name on the sleeve right there. Uh, cool, that sounds, that looks great, Jeff. No problem. Um, some, there were some great, this is the best value pick round. You know how unprofessional that was. Do you know how unprofessional that was? You didn't turn please, your cell phone off during the cast. Please dude. continue. Really? Okay. Please continue. All right. The John Stewart, uh, D'Angelo Williams, um, there's a great state. Running back by committee. Both of them put up some good numbers last year. That, those were the, some of those picks, that round, names you, wrote, you called off. Yeah. Best value because those, those players are going to produce, and you got them in that late of a round. Yeah, I like the, the two-headed monster in Carolina, too, especially in round eight. Uh, I like Jonathan Stewart a tad more than D'Angelo, but both are going to get get the workload. They both signed some, some exactly. They both got paid, so they're ready to perform. Also, interesting. C.J. Spiller last till round eight. If Fred Jackson goes down with any injury, look for C.J. Spiller to be valued first or was, second round. They say he's a he's a gym rat. He's a workout freak. I don't see him going down at all this year. We'll see. Other guy, uh, make a note of Donald Brown, Indianapolis Colt. They've given him year after year of touches. He's done nothing. Now, it, I don't know if you saw him in the preseason game, ripped off a 65-yard pass catch, ran a 30-yard uh, rush up the middle. I think this might be Donald Brown's year. Just keep your eyes on for him. Don't draft him before round eight, but if you get him eight or later, go grab him. Here we go with round nine, the 49ers defense. The first defense comes off the board. In my professional opinion, as a fantasy football analyst, defenses, you got to wait till late. Uh, he went in round nine, the 49ers. They are the best defense, but round nine, a little early. Addison, Ben Tate followed that pickup. Then Mark Ingram, a lot of good value there. Toby Gerhardt, Titus Young, Anquan Bolden off the board round nine. LeGarrette Blunt moving way up draft boards, skyrocketing. Pierre Thomas, Mario Manningham. Ben Roethlisberger makes it to round nine, followed by Santonio Holmes and the Steelers defense. So two defenses go off the board in round nine, Addison. Uh, I like, you know, I'm going to disagree with you. I like the San Francisco. There are a few defenses that are worthy of those upper rounds. Now, could you have got them around 10? Probably. 
But, you know, defensive last year, there's some defenses that averaged, and San Francisco was one of them, that averaged almost double digits every game. Did you know the difference between the number one defense last year, which was the 49ers, and the number 10, which were the Seattle Seahawks? The only difference in points was roughly 12 points for the whole year. Really? That's why I'm saying the value. Wow. You can get value I later was, I on. I was some props there. That was pretty good stuff. Oh, buddy. Pretty good stuff. That's why I've got was five rings. Call? Was who called that in as the phone <laughs> rang on the podcast? Exactly. Okay. They were giving me the inside stuff. Anyway, yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, other interesting thing, Ben Roethlisberger, all the way down to round 10. Um, Mario Manningham, San Francisco wide receiver, might do something this year if Alex Smith can get him the ball. And the one I really liked in round 10, Mark Ingram, running back, New Orleans. He's got to be healthy. But There's if he's upside healthy, to that. There's upside he's a to touchdown that. vulture. As, as, is that late round, all you have is upside to that pick. Yeah, very pick. true. All right, round 11. This was 15 rounds, so we're going to breeze through these. 11, Lance Moore, Cedric Benson. You drafted Cedric Benson, waited until round 11. That's some very, very strong value. Rashad Jennings, back up, Jacksonville running back. We saw the Ravens defense go off the board, followed by the Packers D, and then Javid Best, who might not even be able to play this year, came off in round 11. Jermaine Gresham tied in. Darius Hayward Bay, Jacquez Rogers. We saw Steve Breston go off in round 11. Kendall Wright, wide receiver, Tennessee, might get a lot of – a lot of play with Kenny Britt being hurt. Yep, him and Nate Washington could be strong. Exactly, and actually, Kenny Britt was the next pick in round eleven. And who? What? 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 Complete DA just drafted him. <laughs> uh, the guy with the first team. We're not going to say any names okay. here, but the person who drafted number one, Kenny Britt. They said he might play eight weeks, suspended for sure for four. He's even a little banged up. I give him maybe plays four weeks all year. Yeah, he'll do something. He'll do something stupid. His yeah. track record. No real surprises there. I think Steve Breston a little early in round eleven. Um, Javid Best don't even draft him, y'all. I mean, his they said that his concussions are continuing to come back. He might never play. He might not play this year. He might never play again. So uh, y'all be on the lookout for them. Cedric Benson, good value. If you guys don't know, Green Bay Packers just signed Cedric Benson. To be, I think, if he shows up healthy enough, yeah. can be their number be the one running back in camp. All right, round 12. Here we go. Brandon Pettigrew led off round 12, followed by Isaiah Pede. That's the rookie running back in St. Louis who's backing Steven Jackson up. Steven Jackson's notorious for getting hurt. If he goes hurt, Isaiah Pede falls into the mix. Joe Flacco lasted all the way to round 12. Some value there. RG3 off your board round 12. Felix Jones off your board round 12. Sidney Rice, here he comes, round 12. Leonard Hankerson, that's the wide receiver, the deep threat for the skins. Justin Blackman, off your board. Jay Cutler, last to round 11. He's got nobody to throw to. He's got Brandon Marshall. And who else? Forte out of the backfield. Okay. Round 11. Jacob Tammy, love the uh, upside for this Denver tight end. Peyton Manning loves his tight ends, and he's already – he. Jacob yeah. Tammy played in the Indianapolis Colts, so they got a rapport already. Uh, Devon Bess and Andrew Luck off your board. Round twelve, Ad Rock. Uh, Lux, you could he he could stay off. I mean, he's going to put up. He'll have one or two good games. Don't see anything happen until mid season. Uh, until probably mid season, gets in a little rhythm. Jay Cutler. I mean, this is obviously this is where you're going to pick up his quarterbacks. Uh, maybe another defense or two, but a couple good values. Now people are just scrambling. You had a couple drinks in you. Now you're just, now you're just picking away. Yeah, I think good. there's there's some randoms going on here. Yeah. Check this out to the, the cats that like to hold off on quarterbacks and try to get all your other talent early, wait on your quarterbacks late. This proves to you you can still – there's some value of getting quarterbacks late. Flacco, 
Cutler and RG3 all go in rounds 11 and 12 and Roethlisberger in round 10. So anyway, you can still get some value late. All right, round 12, Brandon LaFell, Carolina wide receiver. Everybody's saying that this might be his year. He goes first pick of round 13. Good value. Round 12. Great value there. Yep. Texans D off the board should be okay. Randy Moss siding, round 12. Danny Woodhead. Are you, were you glad to see a sticker so you didn't have to write him in in the fifth round last year? <laughs> That's funny, funny stuff. Vincent Brown, my darling this year at San Diego. Vincent Brown, I think he might be number one. He's, he kind of fits in the Wes Welker mode. If Phillip Rivers can get him the ball, he could have a monster year. Round 12, great value. Uh, Jared Cook, tight end Tennessee off your board in round 12, followed by the Giants D. Ryan Fitzpatrick, another quarterback. Evan Royster, people like him in yeah. Washington Redskins camp. Mike Tolbert. I'm sorry, that's the Bears D, followed by Mikel LaShore for Detroit and Owen Daniels. They go off your board in round 13. Mike Tolbert, I, I wouldn't even draft him, Coastal Carolina boy, but I mean, he's now he's what, third string? Yeah. You're drafting a third string running back. I just don't know why. That's a wasted pick. Who did that? I, I, what? I think that's a, uh, that's a wasted pick. I agree. That was uh, your man, Team Three, Will Rollin. Wow. All right, let's roll on to round 13. David Akers, Terrell Owens, Brian Quick. Robert Turbin, Seahawks D off your board. Steven Gotzkowski, that's our first kicker off your board. No, Akers was. Akers, okay. Eagles D, Dustin Keller, Sebastian Janikowski, Shane Vereen, the running back for New New England, who'll be backing up Stephen Ridley. He might be a third down back, might get a little play. Uh, Greg Little, wide receiver, Cleveland Browns. People are high on him, and Mason Crosby, Green Bay. Uh, that Greg Little pick and that later round is a stellar pick, and I, yes, I think that would have been me. Well done. Addison, rounds 14 and 15, nothing too exciting to talk about. It's basically your kickers and your defenses, so we're going to skip those. But what we will do, ladies and gentlemen, let's pick a couple of the teams that we really like the best, and we'll let you know what spot they drafted. So if you might fall into this spot, kind of get an idea of what players might fall to you. I really liked what Team 1 did. This is the team that drafted first. Arian Foster, Ahmad Bradshaw, AP. Michael Vick, Percy Harvin, Denarius Moore, Eric Decker, and Ryan Williams with the 49ers D. His bench, not too much on the bench, but that starting lineup is very, very strong. I also liked what Team 5 did. Yes, that was my team. <laughs> team, I drafted Tom Brady 1, Jamal Charles, Andre Johnson, Brandon Marshall, Antonio Gates, Antonio Brown, Kevin Smith, Donald Brown, Titus Young, and some other kind of wide receiver scrubbies. The one thing that I'll be worried about is my RB2. I got to balance Kevin Smith and Donald Brown in there somehow, Addison. That's going to be hope hard to perform. do. And you better hope they perform. Exactly. My season hinges on RB2 coming into play. Because if you got Felix Jones backing up, boy. Woo. Yeah, that, that's a little tough. Give me a couple you like. All right. I did like, I will say this, um, anybody, anybody, Team 4, uh, Ray Rice, Marshawn Lynch, Jimmy Graham, Akeem Hicks, Ryan, Matt Ryan, Damaris Thomas, Stephen Ridley, David Wilson, Toby Gerhardt, uh, Jacquez Rogers, RG3, Evan Royster, uh, Robert Turbin, Michael Floyd, and, and the Bengals D. Uh, Ray Rice, solid. Marshawn Lynch, he's always, he's just year after year, performs solid numbers. Jimmy Graham is going to be a scoring machine. I like the receiving core here with uh, with Team 4. The running backs, solid. This is, this is, this is going to be a tough team because AP goes down. You got Toby Gayhart, who is a beast. David Wilson, uh, you got some good, Steve Riley. I mean, there's, if we're three running backs, you're on your flex. See, really, it's a solid choice. Uh, New England always puts up a good numbers. Other team, other teams I like. Look, honestly, I like my teams. I look, I like 
in a PPR league. I have six number one receivers. I don't care what you, you can hang your head all you want. Gosh. And you know what? I'm liking my team in a, in a, in a PPR league. Okay. Um, You're the only one that likes it. Yeah, I know, Dad. I know. Go ahead, Chad. All right. And, and before we wrap this, uh, our first draft up, I hope it helps everyone out there to kind of know in what spot you're going to draft and what players you're going to see. But the teams that seem to like do the best, it was teams one through five to me, maybe one through six. A tough spot to draft, just in my opinion, Addison, was like seven through 10 and 11. 12 is not bad because you get back to back. But back. if I were wanting to draft in a 12 man draft, I'd want to be in spot one through six. I've got my choice of the top three running backs and top three quarterbacks or 12. Seven and 11 is kind of dead man's land for me. If you're in seven and 11, you can still get a good draft out of it. Pick your strategy to see who falls to you and base your strategy on who falls to you so you can get some solid value in round one, two, and three. Addison, good job here, buddy. I did, man. Yeah, I think we did. Bad. I think we did good. And we, we got we got knocked the rust off. But, yeah, uh, exactly. For the most part, I think we did fairly well, Chad. Thank you. I agree. And I, I'm going to hit you. This is to draft or not to draft, and this is going to wrap up the fantasy formula. But a lot of people have emailed us and asked us, if you had a choice between this guy or that guy in this round or that round, who would you take? Addison, here's number one. AJ Green or Andre Johnson? Who would you take, Addison? I'm going to take AJ Green. I like upside, young. Uh, he hasn't had any major injuries yet. And I like uh, Cincinnati's going to throw the ball to him. I'm like AJ Green over Andre Johnson. I love him too. Both players great. AJ Green, a little bit more value. All right, Addison, we have a Steven Jackson or Willis McGahee. Willis McGahee, even though you got some age on it, Willis McGahee seems to be a little more healthy. Steven Jackson's hard, one of the hardest runners in the league. But. I think he's way on his downside. Of course, so is McGahee, but I think McGahee's just got a little more, a little more gas and tank left, and a little bit better team. The Rams stink. True. Uh, Darren Sproles, <laughs> Jamal Charles. That's a tough one. It's tough. That's a tough. Very one. very tough. I like Jamal Charles, um, but I'm gonna go with Sproles on this one. I think uh, I think they ha- I think they got the, the rhythm down in uh, Saint Le- uh, New Orleans right now. Uh, I like him. Even on the punt return, I mean, I, I, they put Darren, they put Darren Sproles in the right situations in New Orleans for him to gain some points. Yeah, another tough one here. This one came from Raleigh: Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis, or Sean Green. Wow, I'm gonna go with the law firm. Since he runs the ball more so, um, Sean Green, I just don't trust him. Uh, plain and simple. I mean, I just don't trust him. He has yet to perform the last three years in this NFL. They brought in Ladamian to back him up. Now they got Joe Knight. I, I don't. I don't trust him. Law firm was in a contract thing. Went to Cincinnati. Cincinnati is going to use him and use him. Use him huge. Yep. Last but not least, this is a quarterback question. This one's coming from Newton Conover Addison. Newton, Newton, Newton. Matt Stafford or Cam Newton? Wow. Pick him. I, I got no pick him. That's a tough spot. I'd probably go with. Uh, holy cow! I think I'd go with Stafford. The only reason being, I think they got a little bit more weapons. But you got you're sacrificing Cam Newton running for some. Exactly. Touchdowns, I mean, you know? he, no, he, they're going to they're run. I mean, that's yeah. why it's got to be a pickle. You, you can't go with either 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 wrong with either one of those. So with that being said, Ad Rock. Job well done. That's Give it up. That's up. Uh, again, I want to say thank you for everyone listening to the Fantasy Formula brought to you by the TheMesh.TV. You can reach us via phone, 828-619-0048. Leave your voicemail messages. We'll put them on the air. Email us, info at TheMesh.TV. Also want to say thank you so much for our wonderful sponsor, the Grady Hick- Greater Hickory Classic Golf Tournament. Our man Jim Carell running the show out there, Ad-Rock. Oh, he is Humpy Wheel of Hickory right there, buddy. There you go. October 8th through the 14th at the Rock Bar. Barn, golf and spa. Can't wait to see everybody out there. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen. Who day, baby? Peace.
You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.